0: frameworks work for your business. Like, it, even though like all the science is there, it's like, okay, this might not resonate for your specific buyer, but like this psych- how like it is working behind the scenes, whether you know it or not. So you just have yeah. to like keep doing it and then you'll see the results eventually, but you might have to tweak it for this or tweak it for that. But it's like the frameworks and like the instructions are there.
1: You're listening to Real Estate Coffee Talk. I'm your host, Sarah Hilton, and this is your weekly live coffee date with the who's who from every corner of the real estate industry. Every week, we're spotlighting stories that inspire and tips that empower. So whether you're new to the game or a seasoned pro, there's something for everyone. Now grab your mug and let's get into it. Anyway, well, welcome to another episode of Real Estate Coffee Talk. Cheers, Marissa. Cheers. I've been, um, what's a nice word for stalking you on Instagram <laughs> for a while. <laughs> <session>. <laughs> well, it's crazy. I found you on um, my, like, so I got, I, I connected with you on my real estate account, like more than a year ago. And I think it's because I bought, you had some kind of content. I think you got the
0: ClickUp content calendar system. ClickUp
1: content calendar. Yes. Yeah. Yes, pseudo like con- punk content calendar. Okay, so that's how I got to you, whatever. And then um, and then I started following you here. And you guys are going to love Marissa. She has uh, such a cool brain. And it's one of those people you follow on Instagram and you feel like you know them. But I won't feel her thunder. So Marissa Panay? Yeah, Panay. I- <laughs> that's so much nicer than pain. Okay, okay. Marissa Panay. <laughs> Um, tell us just a little bit about you, about your business and how you got started. Yeah. Um, hello everyone.
0: Um, so I'm Marissa, I have been in the marketing and design world for over 10 years now. And I feel really old saying that even though I'm not that old, um, but started as a graphic designer, um, and then kind of with my first business, which was a, um, it was a mental health clothing line. Like it was a clothing line that raised mental health awareness through that. I self taught all of the social media marketing, email marketing, fell in love with marketing as a whole ended up working in corporate in those types of roles, web design, email marketing, all those things. And then during COVID launched Panay Marketing, which is my essentially one woman marketing agency. And that is where I specialize in helping service providers use content to grow their business using marketing psychology and behavioral science and all those types of techie or not tech, but brainy (laughs) Brainy. things inside of that so been in the industry for a while kind of touched on all the things and then content marketing is where I just was like this this is my this is my jam content's my jam
1: this is your jam okay that's what stood out to you about stood out to me about you right because um you anyone can kind of say they're a marketer and I think Sometimes people think of marketers as we, you know, like we're more like the artsy type, which obviously you have that. We are a little bit more creatively um, minded. But marketing is absolutely more of a science than an art. And so, and you don't see a lot of that. So like, tell us, okay. In marketing psychology, like with that, what made you decide to get interested in it and like lean into it for your business?
0: Right. So fun fact, when I was in high school, I really, really wanted to go into psychology. Like I, mental health has always been close to my heart, hence my first business, like all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm smart enough to go to school for psychology. And so I was like, let's go to graphic design. That seems easy. I'm good at it. So that was the path. Then at one point or another, before I started this business, I was like, you know what? Screw this. I'm smart. I'm going to go back to school. I'm going to go into social work. That didn't happen. I got the degree in psychology, but instead of social work, I went social media. (laughs) And then while, and because I was in the marketing world, there's so many aspects of psychology that is like marketing is psychology. Like there's no way around that
1: exactly oh, yeah.
0: yes. like let me use this degree that I now have for no purpose I'm not going to actually go into social work and I was like let me take the things that I learned and fuse it into market uh, like the design and the marketing and all that and so that's kind of how I like fell into it and then I just kept I'm a nerd and I read like <laughs> the, uh, the scientific journals for fun and I'm like oh let's like, deep dive into this and then was like okay let's try to figure out how we can apply that to content and everything else because i'm already doing this and like i already knew like psychology of color and then i'm like okay well if i teach people this then they can make content easier and then they'll actually like see the benefits of it
1: <laughs> right and okay so that's what i love about it and we can we can nerd out all day there, yeah. well, we were driving up to virginia a couple weeks ago and i was my husband was driving so i was being like I, and i hate when other people drive. i'm not one of these that like enjoys being a passenger princess i'm like hey i just I can't sit there. Like right. I need to focus. I need to do something. I can't just it's sit like I need to like do something. Anyway, so I was reading um what's that book we love? Oh god, I don't have Oh
0: that. Nancy Harhut.
1: Yes, yeah, yeah. What's it called? Behavioral Using behavioral science
0: and marketing, I believe. Yes. It's literally the book I recommend everybody. Yes.
1: It is like the Bible when it comes to marketing. And I'm sitting there reading, and my husband's just listening to like some NFL game, and I'm like, who's better than who right now? <laughs> but, that's why I love it, and and I'm gonna let you go more into this. But I used to manage, so I was a social media manager before real estate and before this marketing gig, whatever. And I managed very. It was like multiple pages for one company, but it One of them had like 10 million fans. One of them had a million. Like there were large pages, yeah. and I never. That's kind of when I started to get into psychology because the person that was my boss was like talking about color psychology and how certain like we should be repeating content because they're going to engage. And it's almost why I love marketing psychology and behaviors, behavioral psychology and all that is because it gives you the answers to the test. Exactly. <laughs> and then, and then all you have to do is put it out there.
0: Yeah. And watch
1: your like, The hard work is done. You just
0: have to apply it. And then like, you also have to see like what, I guess frameworks work for your business. Like even though like all the science is there, it's like, okay, this might not resonate for your specific buyer, but like this, like like, it is working behind the scenes, whether you know it or not, So you just have to like keep doing it. And then you'll see the results eventually, but you might have to tweak it for this or tweak it for that. But it's like the frameworks and like the instructions are there.
1: Right. And you can just apply, you know, clearly like, let's say a lot of the people you work with would be selling like they're like done for you services and stuff like that. Right. Whereas real estate, it's a little bit more of like a long-term sale. Right. Um, But you know, so you have to apply like different ways. You're not going to get an instant sale on Instagram, you know, with, with real estate. Right. So I guess you just apply different ways. But when I was reading it, I was like getting all these ideas, even for real estate, you know, and I know you're going to touch on some. So Okay, so when it comes to like social media content, you mm-hmm. know, in general, but whatever you know about the real estate industry, because you're, I know you're like all knowing. Um, what <laughs> I are
0: the agents in the past? So, like, I have experience there.
1: Oh, yes, she knows. Yes, she knows it. I've seen it. She knows the deal. Okay, so when it comes to, but I'm saying I don't want you to have to hone in just on real estate, but wh- whatever you want, just go for it. But what are, Some of you know, based on what you know and based on what you see online, right? Mm -hmm. What are the top like two or three do's and don'ts when it comes to people's content on social media?
0: Okay. Well, the number one piece of advice before you even get into like the nitty gritty of what you're doing in your content, the number one thing is consistency and like repetition, like keep posting the content. Don't think that one post a week. Don't think that two posts a week is going to be enough to like be top of mind. Like people are moving fast. People are not paying attention on, on top of that. Like, let's say you do post something. There is a very high chance that the algorithm isn't even pushing that out to your followers. So the more you post, the better. And the more you post, the better, you'll get better practice too. So like, don't worry about perfection. Don't worry about like, what if somebody saw this the other day? Like, no, they didn't, they didn't see it. (laughs) And if they didn't see it, they didn't consciously recognize it
1: right
0: keep creating content keep posting and like that will help like hone your craft as well that's number one um but number two is show you be you in your content like focus on your personal brand like and i know that's hard sometimes to think in real estate because you're like oh well i work for this real estate company like i don't want to like like i have to go for this brand and i can't really deviate on my own but no people are hiring you the specific realtor Mm -hmm. um and personal story, when I was buying this house, when I, I had no idea how to find a realtor or a real estate agent, I was like on Zillow. And then I was like, okay, now what's the next step? And I'm like, real estate agents buy me, like trying to find yeah. somebody. And there was a ton of listings, but I didn't see, I don't know what's happening. Every time I tuck my hair behind my ear, I'm like, hold on, we have to fix
1: it. It's the glasses. <laughs> glasses always funk me up with that. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. Um, But yeah, so like I was Googling real estate agents and there was like, no one that had a social media presence and the one person that did was like someone around my age like it was a millennial type person and I was like okay let me creep and like there was like a few photos of him so I was like okay I can like I know who I'm getting myself into and then it was like all these results that he got for his clients and like sales and everything so I was like oh okay like I feel like I can trust this guy because no one else showed their face and like just like and that's the only thing that made me pick him over other people is he had a social media presence he showed his face
1: that's it. <laughs> so like built a relationship with him. And also, of course, going back to our favorite book, the social proof of seeing that he had, you know, helped other people buy and sell and gotten good results. And yep. Okay, I'm only going to the don'ts in a second, but I wanna just piggyback on this because I'm always telling agents. You know, obviously you've seen my Instagram always mm-hmm. pushing video, but that is why video is so important, right? all these canned content or whatever that helps you stay behind the scenes is like everyone like any agent can replicate your content but every agent can't be you Mm -hmm. and people are so afraid to show who they are afraid because what i hear a lot is well how about like if they don't like the way i sound or they don't like and i'm like yeah that's probably gonna happen and None that's of- not your people like you Absolutely. don't need
0: you don't need every single human like that's another thing too it's like a lot of people are like oh well my followers aren't that big it's like okay but are the followers that you do have are those your people or are those the ones that want to spend their money with you and use you for business because that is what matters like right. i have one client that she's like my account hasn't really grown that much i'm like great right, but you're getting sales every day and you are like getting referrals from the people you have and that like that slow burn is so yeah. much more rewarding than like I have a million followers. It's like, cool. You got a million followers. I guarantee half of those are bots to begin with. Or we're right. never going to pay for your
1: services. <laughs> right. And yeah. And, and I have a client too, like a real estate client. Her account has not really grown that much, but she is so, first of all, when you're working a local business, like real estate, unless yes. you're working like, you know, Manhattan or one of these places, you're even in Charlotte. Charlotte's a bigger city, but you know, ish. but you're still working hyper local, like suburbs yep. and whatever. And so she like owns her neighborhood, right? Yep. So like her, it's so robust, how, how much like she gets engagement. Like whenever we post about um, someone in the neighborhood, like she had a listing go on their contract this weekend, she has all these people jump in like, congratulations to the, to the sellers. You know what I mean? Like everyone's so invested. Yeah, I mean, it, You know, to your point, it's like, yeah, how about if people don't like you? That's fine. But how about the people that do like you because they see your video, right? So, mm-hmm. like, I follow a lot of people on social media. Why did I? I'm sure you are not the only content marketer that I follow, right? Mm-hmm. But because you were you, right? Like, me and Marissa, we've never met each other in real life. Uh, you live you live way up north, I think. Yeah, I'm in New York. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's weird how I know stuff about you, right? She wants to tell me last week. I don't know. No, but... Like we, we don't know each other. We have no history outside the internet. Right. But because she was her and she put her interests out there, something about that attracted me And because we have similarities. Right. So the same thing goes for real estate. If you just put yourself out there, people are going to, yeah, people are going to be repelled. Definitely not everyone likes me not everyone likes my accent. Not everyone likes yeah, me. Yeah, exactly.
0: It's like, I, I F-bomb all the time. Like, if you don't like that, like, sorry, but like, that's who I am. I'm not in like. People are always like, oh, you should like be more professional. I'm like, you should just go find somebody else that you can find better with because like, this is who I am. And like, I'm very millennial oriented and like, you'll yes. get the references or you don't. And if you don't get the references then like, not for
1: you. Exactly. <laughs> okay. And then the clients that you do work with or the work you do do, I've noticed definitely so much easier because by the time they get to you, like, look again, we have never met in person, but we sat on here chatting for like 10 minutes beforehand because we're like, we feel like we know each other. We have stuff in common. I'm, I'm, I'm on the outer edge of millennial, the very outer fringe. I'm, like, I'm 41, but I mean the the marketing stuff, my content stuff. Like we just have stuff in common, and I would never have known that if she had only been posting like five ways to make your content better, and it was just a post with no person exactly. And then
0: like that's like the thing you have to remember too like with the video content like that's something that i've been like pushing in my content more is i'm like do more b-roll not stock footage and like in terms of like realtors like having more of you being in the homes that you're showing and like again being like hey look this is this is what's going on in this neighborhood or look at all like these like trending places like places to eat or things to do or things like like just giving your personal take on the information like that is going to set you so much more apart because One, it's going to drive that social proof of like, oh, look, they actually care about this community. They know about this community. And like, people want to hear from you. Like, it builds your authority of, oh, wow, they know all these things. And like, they're going to help me. Like, I'm not going to just move in and they're going to be like, all right, see you later. Like, if you move in, like, think about when you like, get an Airbnb or something. Those, like... Not hotels airbnbs that yeah. have like that like welcome of like here are some places to stay. like you appreciate those more so than if you just show up to an airbnb and it's blank slate and you're like okay, hey, where do i go what do I do now yeah. yes so as yeah. like a realtor like lean into that in your marketing and then you are providing all of like you become the go-to person and they're going to trust your expertise more and then when you do make the sale like they're going to be like oh by the way like use this
1: realtor she was great what? <laughs> and it helps it helps also i think you actually build a relationship with that person or as a realtor i guess it helps them build a relationship with you because i always use this dating analogy but if you go out on a date with a person they're talking about their job fine they're a dentist let's just say mm-hmm. yeah it's interesting and then they talk about it for an hour two hours straight you know and then you're like all right maybe <laughs> clean peep <laughs> Yes, exactly. Like you can't build, if you go on a second day and they sit there talking about dental stuff, you're already over it. Right. Mm-hmm. Because you can't build a relationship with a one fat, like a person with just one facet to their personality. So exactly. I've sat with agents who I'm like, show the businesses you like, and they're like, well, sh- should I, you know, cause I tell them like niche down, Hey, if you want to work with like people who are likely to downsize, mm-hmm. then don't be showing the best playgrounds in town because- listen, i'm I'm I mean, I'm not almost done raising kids, but my oldest is about to go to college. I always joke around like my youngest is six, and I'm like, one thing I'll never miss about kids being older is the playground, bouncy houses, all that crap. I, I will be fine without it. So yeah. if, that's, if that's where you're that's really relevant to if you're gonna work with young families, buying their first home, whatever. but if you're working with a certain group, then be okay, just showing that, th- and that's why it's usually great to work with people who are like in your stage of life or to niche down because, exactly. you know, you're in you're interested in the same stuff. Okay, so I love this. So oh, wait, what-
0: and, uh, one more thing oh, on yes. that with Go the back. businesses
1: is if, yes.
0: if you can start like building, not even building relationships with the businesses, but like if you keep tagging them and then they they share your your content to their stories, like you're building more awareness in your area without doing any additional legwork because everyone loves a shout out. So like think about you tag somebody, they're going to share it. They like vice versa. Like you're sharing each other's audiences and it builds that like repertoire.
1: Right. The same thing with like collabing. It's much harder to, not harder to do, but it definitely takes a little bit legwork, but I think that's a really underutilized thing, especially by real estate agents, like
0: local businesses and real estate. Like, just as soon as you are location based, tapping into whoever else is in the area, tapping into location based hashtags. Like, for me, like I live in the Hudson Valley of New York, so hashtag Hudson Valley NY, hashtag Hudson Valley, hashtag HVNY. Like, going deeper into these like hashtags to try to find more people in the community, and then either physically connecting with them and being like, hey, like reach out, like I'm a real estate agent, like I'd love to go, like, like, I use your business, I would love to give you more shout outs, maybe we can use some sort of collaboration or whatever it is, like you can start it or you can just passively do it and hope that there's some sort of like recipro- right? reciprocity. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs>
1: There we go. We are readers and we are smart. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Also, we work like real estate agents, even outside like your local coffee shop and restaurant and stuff like that. We also partner with a plethora of vendors, right? Mm -hmm. So like home inspectors and and attorneys and all that. And I'm like, been really thinking lately, like, hey, why don't you just jump on with your home inspector and talk about the... Home inspectors see some crazy stuff, right? (laughs) Like... They have stories yeah. for days, right? So jump will your home inspector. I'm sure that they want to borrow your audience and vice versa. And yeah, it's yeah, use your network.
0: Like if, if yeah. you have
1: it, use it. <laughs> yes. And it's added value for both of you, you know. And and sometimes that takes the fear, like people who are nervous about getting on video, that also um kind of takes the fear away when there's when there's mm. someone else doing it. Okay. So what are some of the don'ts? Like what are some of the things that you see and you're like, please stop? <laughs> please
0: stop using the very generic Canva templates. Like if you see a, okay, please just stop using generic. Just, yes. I know it's easy, but like you are so much better than that and it doesn't take that much work. And it goes back to the do of building a personal brand, like having a consistent brand presence, picking your colors, even if it's your real estate blue or whatever it is, and just using the same fonts, using and make it look professional. <laughs> like don't use curly cues and don't use like, splatter and like be show up how you want to be perceived like you are so smart in what you do you are so good at what you do have an online presence that showcases that like don't just be like here's a free template it's free I'm going to use it like put a little more thought behind it and use if you're interested in like what me and Sarah love is like look into the psychology of things like I'm sure you share it in your content too like yeah it's there. Like we're giving these tips
1: away, Like steal them. <laughs> yes. And, and also like use Canva is great. You can easily go in there and pick a brand real fast. One thing you can do in Canva, right. That I did for mine because I am the over thinker of th- the world no. is you can in their Canva brand generator. Let's say That's if you don't have colors. Yes. You can just go and like, let's say you like a picture, you know, that let's say you like a picture of a sunset and you're like, oh God, this is like my vibe. Um, You can upload it there and it pulls out some of the colors and there you go, that's your brand. Stop overthinking about it. And then just
0: use the feature that's like when you can like choose your colors in Canva. And then if you go into any of the random templates that are the free templates, click like shuffle on it on for in your brand kit and it will automatically apply your colors, your fonts and all the things to that template. And then you can use the free template and it's less like copy paste, copy paste, copy paste.
1: Yes. And it, and it stands out just like you said, there is, um, and I don't even know, Marissa, you may know that that psychology, but like the terminology I should say, but there's something in a brand that if remember you have like what, less than two seconds to grab someone's attention, right? While Mm -hmm. they scroll, I know for sure Marissa's content. I know her fonts. And her so I know without seeing her face, whatever, that if something scrolls across, I know it's Marissa's, right? And what happens is because I find Marissa's content valuable, it stops me. Um, your brain, it's it's just a psychology. Yeah, it's your
0: subconscious, like you're not paying attention to anything, but if you build a strong enough brand presence, again, I don't know what the specific word is here, but like if you are so consistent that and people are in their mindless doom scrolling it's going to be like oh wait i like this person reverse reverse let's see where we are here
1: yes and you or them they may even like oh let me just share it i i know this is i don't have time but let me just share i'm gonna come back to it in a little while Yeah, or
0: like a mindless double tap like just because they're like oh i usually like this content double tap they don't even give it a second thought (laughs) But like it's it can't like their brain is like like you want yes,
1: this. <laughs> exactly it's recognizable it's just like it's just like you know coke why do you think coke has had the same logo and colors like big brands don't change their their you you'll never see coke posting in red you don't even i mean in red of course they post red. you don't <laughs> see coke posting in blue or even like a different version of red it's a specific red exactly right? and
0: like the other the one that i like to think about too is like I, if someone said, name a Red Bull commercial, I'd be like, I don't, I don't know. And then I would be like, okay, well think about how Red Bull is like all illustrations. You're like, oh my God. Yeah, you're right. Like I've never, like every yeah. Red Bull commercial is like this weird illustration. Yeah, on yeah. TV. So yeah. it's like, you don't even know it until someone's like, oh, but, but do you remember the illustrations? And then you're like, yeah. Yes. And then you're like, okay, brand connection
1: there. Isn't that crazy? That's, that's what I love about branding. Okay. Oh, girl, we could be here all day. Okay. So <laughs> For, um, for agents, I like if an agent came to you, like, what is one, you know, simple change that you think people can make, you know, specifically real estate agents, but really anyone in order to make their content stand out? Hmm.
0: Okay. So in terms of, well, see a trick question. What do we mean stand out? Do we want it to stand out as in like visually or?
1: Yeah. Like what's, I guess like, what's the easiest change? the easiest most easy to implement way that someone can automatically just kind of make their content better from one day
0: okay so instead of just posting photos of like just random take a photo of the house like have that first image in your carousel because you should definitely be using carousels when you're showing your your homes this is just the top of thought but like you have your branded colors now that we have established have a for sale in your font in your color like have it on the bottom so the it's, so instead of adjusting a home it says oh for sale list price whatever it is and then if you also want to have like a, a headshot of yourself or like a little like cut out of yourself in the corner like something that is more recognizable to you versus it could be anyone's home like it could be your friend posting oh i updated my house or oh it could be any realtor showing the home, like make it so they know it's your listing or your client or whatever it is like having those branded elements on the the photo.
1: Right, and that's a good one and like kind of I've been playing around with some real estate stuff like um and not not necessarily for like a listing but I did one where we were talking about market stats from month to month or something like that. Mm-hmm. And on the front Slide of the carousel. It was just their brand color, and the words were something like "You wouldn't." Or no, I, it was like one hundred seventy-one thousand dollars, and it was basically like how much people have gained in equity in the last five years. But the thing is, a reader seeing that they they notice the brand colors, but then if you see someone says one hundred seventy thousand, you your thumb, I mean your finger is like, I just have to swipe. Like you, you
0: need the hook, yeah, yes. That, yeah, so hooks too, like we're talking captions and first slide, second slide. So that's the other like fun thing about carousels is you get two chances. So if they don't engage in the first time they see this the the Instagram post, they'll Instagram will automatically show them the second slide. So using those first two to either be like the attention grabbers and like the emotion drivers and trying to just like pique their curiosity, that is your best get like that is your thing. So like if you want to share facts or if you want to share like insights, use don't just be like fact drop, like have yes. some context around it, be like, um, like add, add humor, add emotion, like add things to it, to like grab the attention.
1: Right. And speaking of the emotion, I know when we were talking before, when you did, um, the questionnaire, we turned, we talked about, uh, you mentioned specifically, like agents can, instead of doing the just listed, just sold type of things, they can turn those things into a story. So, Tell us more about like, kind of what you mean by that.
0: Okay. So I feel like a lot of people, specifically real estate agents, they underutilize their stories. They just share their posts, their stories, and like roll with it. Yeah. Don't do that. (laughs) Talk to your people. Face to camera, like what you're doing right now. Like just hold it like you're taking a selfie and talk to the camera and be like, hey, we have this new listing. And like actually talk about it. Like, People want to hear your voice. It makes, like we were talking earlier, that connection, it builds. Yeah. One, we want that connection. Two, we want people to start f- being familiar with how you communicate and everything else because that is who they are going to be communicating with on the back end. Right. And it gives a direct line for people to just reply to your story. And then you can start the conversation in the DM. So, like, if you say something and people have questions, it's a whole lot easier to feel like you're talking to someone one-on-one and answering back to that versus, seeing a post dropping a comment not knowing if they're actually going to respond to the comment or maybe i don't want to do this publicly i'm not going to go from like, your post to the dms like there's just so many right. extra steps yeah. where if you are face to face on your camera and people are responding to that or even if they just do like a haha emoji like when you can do those like simple things yeah. that is opening the doors for you the real estate agent to be like oh were you looking for a house in this area or whatever it is that the topic was on
1: right oh my gosh that's so powerful and so simple and I know, like, I don't know how you felt, Marissa. I mean, You're on the younger side of things, where you kind of grew up with social media. But um, you know, it's I've even met young people who freak out o- about getting on video. And oh, yeah. you just you do such a good job. One thing I want to do better this year is get on stories more. I don't get on my stories that much. So, when, I mean, that's like an easy way to get on video without you having to edit the reel, and because people get hung up. So. Exactly. This wasn't on our little sheet, but just off the cuff. What are, well, A, I would say, did you have any trouble getting on stories at first? I'm like, how did you get over that? And 100%. then <laughs> and then B, like, what do you think is the difference as far as um, the power of stories versus like your traditional posts and, and reels and all that?
0: Right. Okay. So one, yes, 100%. I am introvert. You would never know that because like on the internet, I'm like, <laughs> I know. I'm like there's a screen there. There's a shield. Um, in real life, I'm like permit. Let's be a permit. Um, so yes, definitely was a little awkward at first, and then I was like, you know what? Th- the biggest barrier for me, I was like, I have 24 hours. That's it. That's all that story's up for. If I look like a complete goober, or if I say something wrong, like it's fine. It's going in 24 hours, and honestly, yeah. I could delete it if I really wanted to. Yeah. Like just trying to remove that pressure and knowing that like one, no, not everyone's gonna see it. Two, I can stumble over my words and I can re-record it if I really wanted to. Like just taking the pressure off yourself and just having fun with it and being like this is a tool a free tool i can use to grow my business why am i not taking full advantage of all the things and the other thing to remember with that too is some people pop onto instagram or like social media in general and they're consuming content differently like some people only consume stories like they log on tap through some stories and then they leave the app some people come on scroll through a few feed posts leave the app some people do it with reels like Right. You have to remember that you're not going to hit on every aspect of your audience. So like getting, getting over the fear of a new content format is going to help you reach more people to begin with. Um, And then I just obviously go on tangent. So I forgot what the second part of your question was.
1: So did I. So we're fine. Oh, well, I guess, I guess you kind of spoke to, it. I mean, I was just wondering like, what have you seen the power of that be of those stories be in comparison to oh. like, do you notice you have, better engagement or is it just different engagement when you're on there
0: yes people engage with my stories so much more one it's where they first engage with my content like I will have people responding to my stories. sometimes it'll just be those little emoji taps and as time progresses then I'll see them actually replying to the stories and then I'll see them actually leaving comments on my posts and it's funny because you can see like when because like I've been this account's been active for when did I start this was 2020 like I saw and and, like my other account got hacked so I like kind of start a new account and you see the progression of the people that come over and like the way that they interact with you and it just keeps getting deeper and deeper and then they eventually become either clients where they buy your products or whatever it is so it's funny that you can see like the way that it progresses and some people never become clients sometimes they just like have that connection with you and their industry peers but it gives them an opportunity to talk with you and you can see what type of content they interact with, and then you can start creating more of the content that people are interacting with.
1: Right, it's a good, like, that's the other thing I love about social media is it's almost like a good experiment all the time, right? Like.
0: And it is literally, like, it is real-time experimentation. Like, you can put up a poll and A-B test some subject lines or A-B test anything and, and for those that don't know, AB testing is like giving two of the same type of option and seeing which one your audience gravitates more to, like instead of saying like for sale, maybe they wanna say like now available or whatever it is. Like you can test right. out these, like silly little different like mechanisms and see which one resonates more, which ones get more link clicks. Like if you say, uh, that's one of my favorite ones from like the Nancy Harho book is like people don't like to think. So they don't want to learn more about a listing. They want to discover more. because it taps into that like quest for novelty yeah. and like like seeking out new things. Right. So just like little verbiage changes. And then the way that you talk to your audience, if you are on stories, use you because you want to talk to you and make people think to it. It's never a we. It's only a we once you're working together as a client. But it, Talking to people, it's a you.
1: <laughs> this, that's so powerful. That that was actually one of my favorite parts of that book. That always kind of I try to. Sometimes I get caught up. I'm like, what's up, guys? But I listened to this podcast where she every time she's talking it's it's literally like as if i'm sitting at coffee with her and she's just like are you going to do this thing you, you've been listening to my podcast for two years are you finally gonna do and like if if you can find a way to talk to you specifically because real estate is a person-to-person industry right like with your content you're gonna be working with people a lot of it is digital hmm. you know you're gonna be able to keep in that hermit mode if you want but I'm like what are you guys scared of you want to get out into the street with these people show house anyway right like you are a people person if you're doing real estate you are a people person
0: so what? show that personality and like showcase who you are to so yeah. people like that is like the number one tip like that everything always comes back to in your content is bit like be who you are like don't put on this like weird little front on the internet that isn't who you are in real life because if there's a disconnect between what you show up as in real life versus on the internet, then people are gonna be like, I don't want I don't want to do business with this person. Like you do business with people you trust, and right. to build trust, you have to build those connections. And if those connections are one, if they're fake, like obviously red flag. But two, if you can't build that connection with them on the internet, then like you're not gonna have a chance to build those connections in real life.
1: Right. And and look like. I mean, I've said it before, I must say it again, but like, look how easy, right? Just the conversation is with me and Marissa who don't know, we've never talked outside of Instagram, right? Writing, right? So look how easy it is. So when you show your personality and two people are um, attracted to, you know, or have similar interests and all that stuff, then when you get off, off social media and go to do your business, like all the closings and clients I got from social media were the easiest because they liked me because my little niche was like New Yorkers that were living here in Charlotte or that were moving here. Mm-hmm. And that's because when I was moving here, I grew up in New York City. When I was moving here, I was I literally searched on an agent that was from New York because it, the city is so much different than anything here that I wanted to tell her, Okay, I want a neighborhood that's like Forest Hills. How does that translate here, right? Or like, I'm not going to trust a Southerner to tell me where the like pizza is, right? So exactly, it's like there's pizza and bread. We have (laughs) very (laughs) distinct. Please, please don't. My husband's from LA, and he's always like, oh, uh, like he thinks like Pizza Hut is pizza, and I'm like, okay. (laughs) And then he'll be like, that place is New York style pizza, and I'm like, they lie. Anyone yeah. says they're a so um, but yeah, that's that's another reason why not only does it kind of bring you your perfect client, but then once you get offline with them, it's like such an enjoyable experience because you have stuff in common and it's exactly. it was fun, okay? So, um, I love this, okay? Now, one last question about this, and then I really have very cool stuff I want to talk about, but what's your top tip? And I, we went into this a little bit, but like, what's your top tip? So let, let's say if an agent has a, they they just have a listing, right? And I think we get into the habit of being like, just listed five bedroom, four bath, 500,000. Like what's an easy kind of like tip or mental template that they can use to, instead of doing that, that they can tell a story. Okay
0: um so with that you could be like imagine you are like that imagine framework works wonders because people can start picturing and being like imagine you are in a, what was it like five bedroom? so you're a new family you just you got, just got married you know you're gonna have kids in the next couple of years you want to upgrade to your home like envision this scenario and like talk like you should know who is buying what types of homes and like that stereotypical things. And if you know that certain, like if you've had a bunch of sales recently and they are all saying the same type of words, steal their words, like listen to your audience, do that customer research. And I know that's probably not something uh, real estate agents think about is the marketing behind it and like the market research of your market, but like think of the, the way that they talk and steal that and use that in the way that you talk to them. Like recycle their words, and then from there again, you can either do this in a reel, like, "Hey, guess what? This is for sale." If you are looking for blah 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 blah, blah," and like talk features, not benefits, or no,
1: talk benefits, not features. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: yeah. And so instead of saying like the five bedroom house, being like a house that is able to accompany large dinner parties, whatever it is, like think about the things that the people are thinking about versus rooms toilets and all that stuff like people right. want to experience more than they want things
1: <laughs> yeah. oh yeah because it's just like a measurement And of course like we have to like pay attention to fair housing things so we can't be like this is perfect for a young family but what you can do right like if something is like five bedrooms four baths, has like a, a clubhouse with amenities whatever you could just say like imagine your weekend spent at this community pool and how much fun and then you come home like exactly all it, just what marissa said is like allow the viewer to like picture themselves in there like we not we may not be able to speak to, to obviously you never want to talk about race religion or all that stuff but yes. of course we may not be able to say anything about but typically if someone's buying a five bedroom four bed four bath house they're typically going to have a couple of kids whatever so you don't say young families but you can just you know imagine uh you know uh, holiday dinners are in this dining room and look you can have this fire going this hearth fire fireplace or whatever like just like she said like tell about the the feature i mean about the benefits instead of five bedrooms four baths doesn't doesn't yeah, like
0: like I said, like think experience. Like as soon as you can like if you can envision something there, your client might not be able to like picture it the same way, but so if you talk to it and you talk to that point, then people that are just like scrolling through and they're like, "I don't know if this is right for me," but you just gave them a situation that they've been dreaming about, they're going to be like, "Yes, that is exactly what I need. Let me go see it." And then the other thing is I've talked on it before, but with the different content formats, like you can tell the story in different ways. Like you can especially with AI now, like, you can kind of, like, create this in, like, depending on how deep you want to go into it, but, like, you can use, like, the, the AI tools to create these situations and, like, create these images inside the listing photos. You can, like, show up on reels as face to cam. You can kind of, like, pan the room and talk to it, to that video. Like, there are so many different options versus just image
1: sale (laughs) I know yes and I mean it it's so crazy another piece that I would add on to that too that I think is underutilized but it becomes part of the story right is it's so funny real estate agents all know location 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 Mm -hmm. but we never talk about location we always talk about like here's this house at one two three main street at (laughs) the island right and like no, that's a small part of the house. Like wh- it's funny, like, um, you know, we want to move out of state in a couple of years. And we're always talking about like, what we would want, right? Because what we want changes over time. And now I'm like, I don't care. I personally prefer smaller houses. But I want to live in a I want to go back to like a walkable area. Yes. Right. So I'm always looking at like, walkable neighborhoods uh in Fort Lauderdale or like like you're like where can I like
0: escape to without like yeah. having to get in a car get in a highway do all I these mean, things
1: I want to know I can walk to like a coffee shop or I could walk mm-hmm. to like a couple of little things and I don't have to get in my car for everything right yeah. or I have so many people who'll be like well and and listen I get it this is this is very basic sounding but I'm always like, whenever, if I were ever going to buy a house, like in a different state, I wasn't familiar with them. Like how close is the nearest target on Starbucks? Cause I know that if there's a target and Starbucks within, like, you know, if I'm in a drive, then there's probably a lot of other stuff. Right. And yep. I personally want that. So tell a story about the area. I think that that could really set you apart if you take a little walk like here's what the block looks like hey it's two minutes to the nearest you can walk to the school if you have kids in the school you can walk to the diner like yeah, a that's the- like a brilliant like if, if your listings have like a
0: walkable thing do like the hyper speed or the hyperlapse thing and re- literally record yourself walking from duncan or from starbucks to yeah. the house and like show that walk and be like look it's that simple to get your morning coffee in the morning or this could be your morning run and like do a hyperlapse around like the the block or whatever it is, like showing it in real time. One, it keeps people engaged because they're like, ooh, what's around that corner? Ooh, what's this? Like they will watch that content. And two, it will make them feel like they're there. So will be like it's just so much more easier to envision versus yeah, sure. It's two miles away. Like two miles to me means absolutely nothing. I don't. Right. I have to put the speedometer in. My head. Well,
1: what kind of miles are we talking about? Because for me, if you're talking to me about like city streets or or like actual blocks, I could walk two miles with my eyes closed. If you're exactly. talking, I'm gonna walk in like country area. Mm-mm. You're, yeah, like- you're like. I
0: don't really need to go past that farm and that really sketchy house on the corner.
1: Yes. You're not going to do that. <laughs> it's not happening, girl. If you tell me again on a trend like no, it's not happening. Yep. So, that is a big missing piece and um and I think it could really change. also like when you're in a in a if you happen to be in a location that has a big relocation population. So, again, putting yourself in the in the mind of the consumer, but the place that we want to go to, I'm always watching videos of like what the neighborhoods look like, what, because you, you don't know what you don't know. And you want to get someone's idea of like, Hey, this is like the vibe of even, in, even in the city of Charlotte, right? There's mm-hmm. South end that's way more like young professional type. Then there's an area like Dilworth that's more like old money, you know, I'm like just showing the vibes of the neighborhoods for real buyers helps you kind of build trust with them before they even get there. Right. Yeah. And so, huh. Okay. Guys, okay, Marissa is a freaking genius. Well, I'm gonna I'm just because I know you want to know right now before we get to the next quick question, but follow her on Instagram at Panay Marketing, just P A N E dot. Yeah, <laughs> you do the accent over the e, but always say Panay because it sounds, sounds
0: sorry. Better. When I was growing up, I was on a, a national competitive baton trolling team, very random, but when we went <laughs> to nationals they were like, bring, bring, bring the, on top of your name. I'm like, what are you guys talking about? They're like, bring the pain. I'm like, I've been quarreling with you guys for many years. And you still don't know my last name? They're like, yeah, we know. But no one else knows. Nobody else. <laughs> like, that's
1: That's good. Oh, that would have been a good, like, you know, hook for if your name is actually pain. But Marissa Panay is so bougie. I love it. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, okay. Let's get to the important stuff. Please tell us about your three-legged dog
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is benson um he is the best little potato in the world he's a, um he's a rescue pity we don't actually know how he lost his leg chances are he got hit by a car because he likes to dart into oncoming traffic as soon as he sees a car he's like yes <laughs> <laughs> Like you would think he would learn
1: he hasn't learned um,
0: yeah, no, he is a mush. Um, I locked him out. I'm sorry if you guys heard him barking. Did you hear him at all or
1: no? Yeah, a, a tiny bit, but it doesn't it doesn't bother me. I have um, a Yorkie. He's he's very he still has all his legs, but he probably has three teeth left. And he's he's like 15, and we're always like, how long do Yorkies? Like he he's seriously at the age where he just like he used to try to dart out. When well, we went places now, he's just like, I'll be over here on the pillow bed thing.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like, all day. the energy still. So he's he sees something like and I live in a condo. So it's like as soon that's as somebody true. walks by, it's it's all over. Oh yeah,
1: just mad. It that's how he used to be. I mean, every day when I used to take my kids to school, like as soon as the door cracked, he used to dart out. Then we'd mm-hmm. spend half an hour finding him. Now he's not even trying to get out um uh, or like we'll let him in the backyard and he'll like pee in like the closest little section of grass and he'll just walk back up and he's like Mm-mm. but he's so um he's now he's so quiet he's always been like a pretty chill dog but now whenever he's sleeping too long we're like is he alive to poke him i'm like oh snickers I'm like, oh. oh my gosh okay so you are such a freaking genius and i hope you all follow her and she does have services she can work with you she can help you with your content she can do a ton of stuff um so go and find her if you need help um but what will marissa be doing 10 years from now that
0: is always like my like demise of a question because I'm the type of person that I'm like I love to plan things but like I can't think that far ahead like, uh-huh, like it know. doesn't work for me. So in terms of life, um, oh, yeah. probably still in New York somewhere. Hopefully somewhere mm-hmm. with a large fenced-in yard so Benson has mm-hmm. room to play. Okay. Um, oh my god, ten years he will be. will he be live ten years. Yes, time? he will. Oh, oh my god. Um. Either way, still large, large fence yes. in the yard for dogs yes. to run around playing. And Aww. then business-wise, like I, my big goal for like this brand yeah. is like, I love teaching. So like, I would love to turn this into some sort of, like I have my membership now, which I mm-hmm. teach uh, service providers how to basically DIY their own content, but like turning this into more of a educational platform yeah. of teaching how to integrate the marketing psychology and all that stuff into content and like to DIY it and not have to be not making it this big hairy scary like oh my god behavioral science that sounds terrifying how do I do that like making it so small business owners can like learn these things and integrate it and not have it be this big hairy scary thing.
1: Right. And it's so genius and I'm telling you if you follow Marissa and just take some of her advice join her membership whatever like the the tips are so actionable but that you will see results and it's exciting like to me, it's exciting. Like, one of the things be- behavioral science-based, right, is like, I forgot, of course, I don't remember any of the terminology, but she was talking about something like with repetition, right? And I think with content, we're always like, oh God, if I talked about this last month, well, I don't want to talk about it again. And when I tell people, no, 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 you should be repeating the same things over and over, it's like it unlocks this whole thing. I'm like, no, you don't need 365 ideas right just yeah. have like five to ten and keep talking about them right yeah when and, was, and like, with those ideas too like yeah.
0: think about like if you are talking about like us like a section like say you're talking about a town like i'm thinking in real estate right? yeah yeah we're talking about this specific town in this specific town these are five restaurants okay so instead of talking about five restaurants you could say these are five date night ideas here are five take your kids out to dinner ideas and then like touch on it. And then you can have other posts that are individually going into in each of these like places or whatever it is. Like you can keep right. breaking it down, breaking it down, breaking it down.
1: And then, and then you get known for that because mm-hmm. people are like, Oh, well what top five is she covering this month? Like I want to know, I want to see these highlights or whatever. So yeah. So it actually becomes easy and it becomes exciting. Cause I think that's where agents fall apart is they put these things out like, you know, three home updates for your full about like cleaning your HVAC. Like, nobody wants to know about cleaning their HVAC until their HVAC is like on fire. Like, nobody, exactly. nobody wants to. Exactly. So, and then they get, you know, they get destroyed the and they're like, ah, oh, nobody cares. But it's just finding what people want to hear about and talking about it, And it will be exciting for you. So, follow Marissa. Okay. Again, follow her at Pain, well, Pane, P A N E dot marketing. Okay. Rapid fire. Uh, I know the answer to this already, but coffee or tea? Coffee. Okay, easy. easy. I will <laughs> I only drink tea, tea if I'm deathly ill and I'm like need the
0: vitamins or whatever is goodness in tea. <laughs>
1: yes, I know that's that's me. When I'm sick, I'm like tea time. Any mm-hmm. other day, no, thank you. Okay, um and Netflix or podcasts.
0: Probably podcast. I'm not a big TV person, but I, I could go for a good binge on Netflix occasionally.
1: Yeah, once in a while. But but if it's available on um podcasts, I'm probably listening on podcasts. Yeah. I, don't know. I don't know why. Okay. And then um uh winter or oh, so you're you're like a nature hiker girl and I'll never my husband had tried so hard to get me into it, but I just cannot. Okay, so uh but winter or summer
0: summer all day i am dying in this cold new york cold is not fun
1: <laughs> <laughs> how long does your winter last up that way because really uh, so i'm like
0: two hours north of new york city so it's, oh okay so it's okay. not that north um yeah. that but yeah no it's probably it's so <laughs> to give you a good timeline is i refuse to join the gym november 1st i joined the gym because on october 31st i went for a run and i was like i can't breathe. So, Should- so let's say like november to like February, like, oh, yes
1: so I, my, my own friend was up in New Jersey last weekend and he lives here now, but we grew up in New York. And I'm like, what are you doing in New Jersey in January? Like, that's no. The worst um, time. Yes, I'm not going up there. And he was like, oh my gosh, I haven't been able to feel my feet in three days.
0: Oh, yeah, no. I went <laughs> to, we went to Puerto Rico for my friend's 30th like two weeks ago. And then I'm going to Disney in like uh, two, two more weeks. I'm like, yes,
1: all of oh, this. Food, I need it. <laughs> oh my God. Do you think my favorite place? In the world, please have so much fun for me. Oh
0: my god, I haven't been since I was in first grade. I don't remember anything, so I'm very excited for Disney.
1: Oh my god, please post a lot of pictures. Oh, I'll do I'm obsessed. We go probably like three or four times a year. I am, I'm obsessed. Yeah,
0: no, I'm like, if we're going to celebrate, my boyfriend just finishes his NBA, and he's like, oh yeah, we're gonna go celebrate that. I was like, yes,
1: yeah. oh and it's the best time of year because it's gonna, it's it's warm, but it's not like blazing. It's gonna be yeah especially if you live in New York. So, all right. Well, thank you so much. This was so amazing. So thank you for
0: having me. This
1: was super fun. Yes. Go, of course, go follow Marissa, join her membership, get whatever you can from there, um, to invest in your business and grow it. So, um, all right, Marissa, thank you so much. I'll of course. See thank you for having me, me on the gram. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Real Estate Coffee Talk. If you enjoyed it, please take a moment to subscribe and leave us a review. It really helps. If you'd like to be featured on the show, you can get that information right in the show notes. Be sure to tune in next week for another new episode. And until then, keep your dreams big and your mugs full. See you next week.